0: Welcome to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. I'm Catherine Mora, founder and CEO of Change Empire Books. We help coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs write and publish quality books and get them out into the world. We believe that thought leaders are made through a combination of quality of service, planning, and authenticity. Do you want to impact lives and leave a legacy? Stick around until the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest on the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. Let's get started.
1: Your host, Starlet Henderson here with this episode's thought leader, Adapia Dorico. Adapia is from ProductiveIntuition.com or Adapia Dorico website, right? AdapiaDorico.com. How are you tonight?
2: I'm doing really good. Hi, Starlet. Thanks for having me. You're
1: welcome. Uh, Let's tell us what you do over at Productive Intuition. What's your company's known for? Um,
2: Well, my Productive Intuition is my book. Uh, So, my website, like you said, adapiaDorico.com. I'm in real estate private equity professionally. That's what Mm -hmm. I do professionally. I'm really passionate about helping people and especially women actualize their wealth through investing in this asset class that is traditionally really hard to get into. So I do that professionally. And then at the same time, that passion for lifting others up kind of translates into the book, productiveintuition.com. And it's very much like what i went through when i went when it had an awakening which was precipitated by career burnout and kind of understanding how i brought it all back together to go back into the business world and stay there and really make an impact there so it's been a huge part of my journey so i kind of you know i'm just like everything is about empowerment and self mastery and like whether it's financial or spiritual or you know whatever it is like i just really want to lift people into that that place of self mastery
1: Yeah. That sounds great. Um, it's funny as soon as you were talking about, you know, how you came to be, I just had this thought. It was like, thank God for burnout. Right. Like, I mean, I don't know how else, but I was like, you wouldn't be doing what you're doing right now. Had you not, you know, gone through that. So, you know, kind of tell us really what was going on there.
2: Yeah. I mean, when it first started, it was, um, just, I didn't even know what was going on. That was the whole problem. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't understand. I've been, I had been at that point, like really successful, you know, woman executive in the fintech space. I was at the pinnacle of my career position. Um, Everything you could ask for. Everything you could ask for. I was like, you know, commuting to San Francisco from LA, like sounded really sexy, all the things. And yet I just intuitively, like, I just knew it wasn't right. I just knew it wasn't going to be, you know, what I wanted it to be. Cause I took the job, that final job for my ego. Like, I took it because I really, like, I had something to prove. And then everything started to fall apart. Like, I just, like, I just, it wasn't going well there. So I thought, okay, I'm going to transition into coaching and women's leadership. And I'm going to, like, it was at the time of the Me Too movement. So this window of opportunity opens. Well, I jump into that. And nothing was working there either. And I, and I was freaking out. I bet I was freaking out. I couldn't make money. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't be creative because I was always worried about my finances. Mm -hmm. It's so super stress. And then this burnout, just, it took my whole identity away. And that, that threw me into really, truly a spiritual awakening around like, who am I? Mm -hmm. And I couldn't talk to anybody in the business world of my, like, you know, normal people, because I couldn't even explain what I was going through. And I was ashamed to say I wasn't succeeding. Right.
1: And you weren't right. seeing them go through the same thing, I'm guessing. No. So you're like, no clue that other people experience this or are on their way to experiencing it or on the way back from experiencing it. Cause we yeah. don't
2: share those stories. That's right. Yeah, totally. And so I went like way over left field. I like, I never thought I was going to be able to come back to the business world again. And, um, and instead I went on this like really deep journey of understanding myself and like really, really like putting myself back together. Um, and then what I realized in all of this on a practical level was Mm -hmm. that I love business. I love finance. I love doing deals. Like I love my stuff and I love, I, I became very mystical and i love that too like i love working with my unconscious and my higher self and 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 just really understanding what's meaningful to me and i i found this integration of of you know some of these spiritual concepts that before i was like i don't know about that kind of stuff mm, like yeah. i'm a business person and my understanding is the way that i've been able to like weave it in together for me and that's what i teach people or explain to people. Um, And that's really like the book. It is about like, is for people, let's say business people who identify as working people. And they're kind of maybe going through the same thing where they're like, I can't language what's going on. I'm not feeling like myself. I'm not feeling really successful, but I can't leave my life. I can't, I could be a yoga teacher, you know, a guru, like a monk. Um, So what do I do with myself? And and that's the book is really for, for them to, to really own ever because what it comes from is we don't accept all the parts of ourselves. We don't accept our creativity. We don't accept, you know, our intuitive um, signals, which we have. And and it's like, it's not woo woo. It's actually like biologically, like hardwired into us. And Mm -hmm. so it's just like kind of putting ourselves back together in what i call inner authority so that we also stop just needing external validation which was ultimately what precipitated my burnout because i'd been for you know years and decades just going after all the things that I thought I was supposed to go after, like trying to get the role and the promotion and you know, people pleasing left, right, and center. And then it just, you know, it just it all blew up in my face. Right. What is that line from um Top Gun? Your body's writing checks, your ego
1: can't cash, or maybe it's your ego's writing checks, your body can't cash. I mean, it's that uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like that multi-dimensional thing. Like you need to understand you are a little bit ego. And you are a little bit spiritual and you have to achieve things, but you have to, um, you know, just like you said, integrate the multiple parts.
2: Yeah. A hundred percent that you got it. Like, it's like, you can't get rid of the ego. It's never going away. You're not supposed to. Um, and the, you know, the whole point is to be in our body and, uh, and, and like live, like actually live this life, not like try to escape through, you know, too much meditation Mm -hmm. and like out of body experiences and all that kind of stuff that I was like, it's not what I want. I just want to feel good in my own body and I want to feel good in my own life. And so I found that and my whole life is so much different after the burnout after the awakening and i feel a lot more in control of myself mm-hmm. and what i manifest and what i magnetize towards me i mean it it's like night and day so to your point thank god for burnout yes
1: i yeah i mean it, just that one thought it just popped in my head i'm like wow that almost sounds gross but i mean you know you're you are where you're at and really the stories that i hear from the different thought leaders we interview it all kind of starts with that right yeah um you know that ego taking a hit so mm-hmm. um Let's talk about thought leadership in that space for you. Like what does being a thought leader mean to you and how are you, um, you know, engaging that role, that part of yourself?
2: Yeah. I mean, I've had a huge shift around it because I'm a writer. I love to write. I love concepts Um, where I've landed on thought leadership. It's that it's action-based, right? Yeah. It's like, you can be a thought leader and you can say all the right things and you can have the right social media feed. And, but if you're not, actualizing it, if you're not living it and doing it and, and like actually taking action that leads to something, first of all, you're not going to have truly authentic stories or, or lessons to teach because they might just be a regurgitation of what somebody else wrote. Yeah. Right. You know okay. um, potentially, right. It's just like, yeah. Oh, I, wrote, I read all these books and, it, and I can make it sound really cool. And, but a lived experience That's true thought leadership and taking what you say and actually doing it. So for me, all of my experiences have really just taught me that the the way I come forward is in my authenticity. So it's in who I am. And that's how I show up. I show up with like, I, you know, I made these mistakes and I learned this and I did that. And this is how I do things. Um, That is true thought leadership. And it comes from my own uh, experience of, of life.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. So you're not talking about something that you haven't experienced, or like you said, that is more you know others um, learn from someone else. Right. I mean, yeah. yeah. Learn. You read it, but it happened, and you're like, oh, I can draw those parallels.
2: Yeah. Thank you for that. Exactly. Because a lot of times, and I've read tons of books, I you know, and and I didn't really understand, especially the like highly spiritually conceptual ones.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: then when I started to live it, then those words made sense. And then I, and then I would implement them in my life and be able to speak about it because I'm like, here's what it feels or looks or acts like for me. And Mm -hmm. here's what I do. And so I always tell people too, like, you know, like take what resonates for you and and what lands and leave everything else, Mm -hmm. you know, just whatever feels right for you. And the whole point of my sort of platform of thought leadership, if you will, is like, listen to yourself, that inner authority. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, You mentioned that earlier. Yeah.
1: Listen to yourself. Um, Books. You mentioned, you know, reading and reading a lot and, you know, you kind of got to start there, right. And check and see, do I believe that? Is this something I ascribe to or have I lived this? And, you know, are these words ringing true to me? So do you have a book that's changed your life that you'd love to share with our audience?
2: Yes. So a book that fundamentally helped me shift into understanding myself as a woman, um, even though I think men can read this, but it's a Bible for women is um, Women Who Run With the Wolves Hmm. by Clarissa Pinkola Estes. And, And what I really love about it is that it dives into myth and archetypes. So one of the ways I've been able to locate myself in time and space and life is through the mythical story, through the hero's journey, um, through stories where you see yourself as characters, mm-hmm. um, you know, like fables. And they're not just for little kids. And this is the amazing thing about mythology. But that for me, that book is for women placing themselves in myth. And and it just really works on like your really deep, like your archetypal, like young like in-depth psychology level. <laughs> deep, um, yeah. Deep to the soul. Um, amazing book. Yeah.
1: That's the storytelling component of it must really yes. just, you know, like kind of steep you in, you know, oh yeah, that, I know what they're talking about. Um, you talked about archetypes. So like mm-hmm. if you had to describe yourself, is there an archetype that you identify with from, from this
2: book? Um, yeah so there's like different stories and it and i see myself in like different characters at different times like in the story Got it. um and i think where like where i've actually landed is sort of like the narrator like a sage like the person who lives an experience and speaks from experience um mm-hmm. so I, I very much feel aligned to the sage arc archetype. Uh, and um, also the warrior archetype. I have a lot of strong like warrior kind of what they would call divine masculine energy, mm-hmm. um, which I've had to work on because there was a lot of like of the toxic as well, because we get conditioned. Right. Uh, yeah. Didn't... That reaching,
1: reaching, reaching and you're without really understanding why.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so like really embodying those different archetypes. So a lot of the more feminine archetypes that come up in mythology um you know uh, like earth-based religious mythology like Egyptian like all that kind of stuff which I always loved as a kid Mm -hmm. and now I get to put it together and I'm like oh that's why because I see myself (laughs) Mm -hmm. in these archetypes Um, at all phases of life. And, um, but the sage for me is really the the strongest because that's, that's what I do. I, I, I speak my experience and I pull wisdom from my experience that, um, helps others as well.
1: Helps others. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Um, you know, you're, you're, you've, you've gone through this journey and you figured it out for yourself, but then the point is you're putting this together for other people, Um, through your masterclass, through the wisdom, um, in your book, um, can you give us a story of someone uh you've helped um and you know share with us the growth that that you saw in them?
2: Oh, oh yes. Yeah. So, um uh I'm in a mastermind, a professional mastermind, and when I my book came out, yeah, everybody in my mastermind bought my book and um this this one amazing well, that's woman That's nice. Where, that's a blessing. <laughs> they're so amazing. Um you know, you just got to ask. like it's such a hard thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know um and so this woman Raquel and she and I had connected anyways like very very personally um so she bought my book and she found and implemented a passion that she had always had but didn't really know she had so she does um uh brand uh like brand work she's big in LinkedIn like Mm -hmm. like I don't even know tens and tens and tens of thousands of followers like does this brand stuff. Amazing. So she launched a YouTube channel where she speaks to children. She's like the new Mr. Rogers. It's amazing. And and she was telling me, she's like, Adapia, your book showed me what I was really wanting to do, but I didn't have the courage
0: Hmm. because,
2: you know, we really talk about like, like listening to your inner voice and like taking the time and the Base and redefining productivity into creativity, and and she's launched this channel, and she's getting so much traction, and she just is glowing. She she, I just had a call with her the other day, and she said, "I have never been so happy." Oh, so it's like that would be an example of like sharing my story, like and that came through the the book. Yeah, yeah. So being yourself has helped her kind of you know come to full
1: circle and become herself, her full self or you yeah. know, and on her way to that. Yeah. So yeah. when you hear her saying, you know, she's never been so happy in her life, like, how does that make you
2: feel? I'm just so humbled. Like I don't have words mm. and I'm never without words, but lately when people like, I, I have a hard time, um, receiving, um, receiving praise and just, re- just receiving in general, like it's yeah. not easy for me. Um, but I, I just like my heart just so full and I just feel so full and so joyful. And I realized like, like, yes, it's my book, but, but actually I know it's just them because they took action, right? you know, like they took the action. They went inside themselves and did their own reflection and work and self-awareness practices. And then they, you know, they, they put like rubber to the road and and like did it. So Mm -hmm. to me, I'm just like, listen, like I'm, you know, the magical helper as, as they say in the hero's journey. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm just honored, but, but really just humbled.
1: Yeah. It seems like it would be a humbling experience. Like you talked earlier about books, like, you know, they don't always resonate with everyone. So it's nice. I'm hearing you say that, you know, really what you did is, yeah, that book was there, but it resonated and she did something with that information.
2: Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's yeah, nice. and we have to, right? Like, it's fine to read, <laughs> but like
1: you I, caught you, me. You, I've read tons, done less than that,
2: <laughs> right? <You know? laughs>
1: yeah. there's yeah, some yeah. we don't act on, you know, and maybe that's, and that's another okay. Day.
2: Yeah. yeah, and that's okay too, because part some things you can't act on. Some things are just they're they're just meant to enrich. Maybe something you need to know, and one day you will take action, or you know the the concept of. You hear something fifteen times, and the fifteenth time that that different person said it, all the other fourteen times finally make sense. Right? They catch up, have weight. Yeah. Or, yeah speak to you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So true. Well, um, Adapia, can you tell us where to find you? I know you have the masterclass. You know the coursework behind the productive intuition coming up. So tell yeah. us how to find you and how to keep in touch.
2: Sure. Yeah. So productiveintuition.com is where you can find out about the book and a little bit about me. Um, and if you go to my website at a um, there's a few things there that, that I do, including this, this masterclass, which is putting the, what I talk about in the book into action. Mm-hmm. And that masterclass is called writing the self. So the practice is to go into our story and pull out the wisdom and pull out the gift and pull out Out the power because so much of our past lives in a story that is limiting and actually false, and you can rewrite it. And so that's been my practice as as of the integration. And so um, we have um, um, an evergreen course on Teachable, and we do quarterly lives. But really, like the the evergreen course is is just this amazing like visual experience with all the writing prompts and, and, um, and a lot of support outside of it, but that we're really excited about that because it's such a rich experience. Yeah. It sounds like
1: a a perfect experience to rewrite that story that you were saying that a lot of people are, are still in and and stuck in. so, well, thanks for bringing that out into the world. Thanks for your time and for your thoughts
0: today. I appreciate it. Thank you, Starlet. Mm -hmm. Mora here. Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit changeempire.com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do it. Screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, Tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag thought leaders to watch i love seeing your posts and guest suggestions we are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes go ahead and subscribe your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team want to know more go to our website ChangeEmpire.com, or follow me on linkedin as Catherine moore We're on Facebook and Instagram as Change Empire Book Coaching. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.